0: Hey everyone, and welcome to the Engineer of What podcast. You have myself, Nathan Westfall, and Ricky Warden. Hello. How you doing, Ricky? Pretty good. Uh, You sound better. I do. I feel better. After being sick for three weeks. I know. Uh, Finally, like Wednesday this week, Wednesday, Thursday, I was driving home and I was like, yeah, I finally feel good. So um, I got basically everything I missed out in three weeks done in the past three days. So I feel great. Nice. Feel great. Are you feeling better?
1: Yeah, I've been feeling lot you know it's just once you get that one good breath through your nose and just like You're good. Re- feel life reinvigorated, and you know, it's just wonderful. Yeah, absolutely yeah. wonderful. That's great. <clears throat> um, yeah, I mean, this past week has been a little ridiculous because uh, had some water testing. Okay, uh, this past week that we had to do
0: um, on-site water testing, or they, yeah. they send you stuff. Well.
1: I was uh, supervising the water testing that another engineering company was doing. I don't know if you remember, but oh man, what was it? Probably about five, six months, five months ago or so. I think I remember they that. did it. Um, they did it before. Yep. And it turned out to be so bad that uh, they had to do it again. Yep. So, um, so they actually had, they had to bring a PhD in and uh, to f- have, make sure everything went okay. Wow. So that went yeah, that went interesting. Um had to get up super early both days to do <laughs> to pull water from the ground right. like five AM or not wake up at five A. M. but like be getting up at like four thirty and leaving by five. So that's fun.
0: Yeah, that's not fun. Mm-mm, but good no. for you.
1: But overtime, man. Overtime.
0: Yeah. Okay yeah. With
1: that. Um what else I got going on? There? Oh yeah, this past yeah, this past Sunday. I actually ended up finally uh got back into uh doing sound for
0: Yeah, church. tell me about this. I saw this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was rusty or
1: Well, I was a little rusty. I was like I was trying to remember what things did and then as I was playing with them I'm like, Oh yeah, that's right. That's what a compressor does, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh like super basic stuff. I was like, Wow, this I this is a little rusty. So Yeah. Um, I started working on it, as, or I started watching, like, how the, uh, worship leader wanted me to do it, uh, was do one week just watching, one week doing it, and then I'm good to go, apparently. Um, well, I was watching it, and the lady who was doing it, um... She was like, oh, how much do you know? I kind of explained to her, you know, what we did in high school, and I did some stuff in college, blah, blah, blah. Yep. Um, she was like, oh, so you basically already kn- You probably know more than me. I was like, what? <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm sorry? <laughs> she was like, yeah, yeah, you probably know more than me. And she was like, I don't know what half these functions do. I was like, oh, oh sweet baby Jesus. Oh, Lord. Oh, my Getting God. right is- into it, man. Yeah. And she was like, here, just, here let's switch places. You can take over. I was like, oh, my God. I'm playing with their... <laughs> with their sound system which i mean it was it's not like um uh, Loudounville, Loudounville Church's, is uh sound system. church it a sound system or is it an analog it is digital okay, it is digital go. so i i do have a nice i can see the curve um so, which is always nice do and you it, it has kind of digital um it's a Roland V mixer M400 oh, okay um i don't know if what kind of what do you mean by what kind of digital no that's
0: that's what i was asking oh okay yeah Yeah, i've never used the roland ones
1: yeah me neither um it's interesting because you can actually hook up a computer to it Mm -hmm. and then it's kind of stupid because you can't do any extra functions on a computer it's just literally how the it's just like takes a picture they took a picture of the mixer and put it onto a computer interface and can move the knobs on there (laughs) it's like okay what's the point of that yeah yeah but um they, uh, I started doing it, and I'm like, I'm hearing this feedback at this specific frequency. And so I take out my phone, and I open up my sound analyzer, and I'm looking for the frequency. And I find it, and it's like 125-ish. So I'm, I'm fixing stuff. I'm like, all right, sounds like the bass. Sounds like a couple of mics are doing this to me. I finally get to the point where I fixed it, and... They were like, oh, my God, that's awesome. You know, <laughs> I was like, this isn't that hard. But anyway, yes, I, I know everything. Yeah, sure. Um, but then after that, it was like the drums were um, – the dr- so they have their drums set up into a cage, uh, open back cage. Nice. Um, so which which is nice because then you have the, the real sound of drums. It's not just some stupid electric crap. Right, right. Um, so – They they were playing, and, like, I can hear the snare, hi-hat, toms. I can hear most everything except for the kick. I was like, Hmm. where's this kick at? Because I can see him hitting it pretty good. I can hear it a little bit, but there's no throatiness to it. There's no, like, I don't know, punch to it. Um, Yep. And so I checked their subs, and their subs are cranked. I was like, all right, fine. Um, but then, and I see, and I can literally see a mic on the air hole on the breather hole for the kick. the kick. Yeah. I was like, all right, so it should be coming out somewhere, right? well, I asked the worship leader because I'm not about because I'm not about to go through their um different layers th- four different layers of trying to find this kick. So I'm just like, "All right, where is this thing?" And he's like, "Um, good question." <laughs> like, <laughs> "Uh, go up there and hit it and then I'll find it." <laughs> I was like, "All right, so I keep on hitting it and then they finally find it and then pull it up and they were like, "Oh, this sounds kind of terrible actually." And I was like, "All right, well, take off the uh um, take off the fil- the low-end filter because that's killing you. Because they had uh, a low-end filter on it. They had a low-end yeah, filter, never, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a low end filter at, set at like 130 hertz. So anything below that, it was just gone. I was like, okay, well, let's not do that, please. Yeah. Um, so I take that off and then they're like, oh, that sounds awesome. I was like, oh my gosh, oh my God, you people, <laughs> you people, you people, you people. Um, the way that their uh, monitors too are a little interesting um, it's like it's very easy to get it backwards, but I mean, after doing it a few times, I was like, "All right, fine, we're cool." Yeah. Um, I wish they had um, the, uh, the Bluetooth monitors where they can actually adjust their own mix. That would be nice. But oh yeah, those
0: know. are always helpful.
1: But I mean, I think Roland has a pretty, um, pretty integrated ecosystem, so they kind of everything works together. So it's like a, eh, you know, not going to play with that right now. Yeah, I'm just trying to fix their issues at first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and then after, after service, I was looking at their setup up st- up on stage and just you know seeing how they have everything connected, and I was like, all right, well it's just, it's a, like so it's weird because it's a snake but it's a digital snake so everything mm-hmm. goes through um a cat 5 right which <laughs> roland tries to upsell you and call it react cable which is literally uh-huh. just cat 5 yeah it's that's, literally just cat 5e they're all like, the same oh, yeah okay yeah, yeah 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 um so i was looking at that i was just checking it all out seeing how they have things set up and i was like why do you have everything so randomly put in for these inputs it's like my gosh like And then even on their board, on the user layer, so you can um, set which set, like, uh, different positions for different instruments or whatever. Yep. Um, Where You know, and through the patch board, so you can patch it from, if it's coming at 20, you can patch it to one, so that shows up on one on the user layer. Yep. Um, Well, they had it, like, uh, they had it so random they didn't have they didn't have anything grouped like nothing was grouped at all it didn't have it left or right there was no rhyme or reason for how this stuff was set up on the user i was like oh my god how do you people keep track of it because like multiple times i was like all right wait which one is who is what like uh for yeah. electric two electric guitars i was like all right who is who and electric guitar one which was on the left side of the um of the mixer was the guy on the right side of the stage who isn't the worship leader. So I was thinking, like... Yeah, so <laughs> there's two there's two problems here because one I'm I'm thinking electric guitar one is going to be the worship leader because worship leader yep. and number two it's on the left side when the dude's on the right side you right. know and it's just like oh lord so and then after service the pastor was like dang that sounds really good mm-hmm. I was like oh, thank you uh, <laughs> I've been doing this for a little bit so uh, you know by the end of the service I got into it and I really yeah, you figured you know, it out figured it out yeah yeah um, so. Uh, I'm I'm gonna suggest to them that they rewire stuff and kind of start fresh. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Because at this point, I think their I think their their mains are tuned incorrectly because mm-hmm. there's certain frequencies that they hit and it's like I have it all turned down but still coming through. So it's, yeah. so I think that's gonna be an issue. Which I'm not gonna touch the I'm not gonna tune their mains. That takes an audio engineer to do. Yeah, like. Probably would be worth you know, a, you know a couple thousand to to do it to do it be, and just get some more life out of these speakers. Since the lady was saying the the sound lady that was supposed to be there, she was like, "Oh yeah, I think there are, our our uh, mains are dying." I was like, uh, "Probably not, because you guys don't go above ninety decibels, so it's probably not. <laughs> they're probably not dying. It's yeah, probably, probably not just, bad. Yeah, no, they probably just need to be retuned." But. Yep. Yeah, that was my experience. So tomorrow I got to re experience that all over again nice. and get to figure out even more about it. Maybe I can get back into their um into their main uh server room for their for the sound where it all goes back to and then goes to the board. Maybe I can get back in there and check it all out. Who knows? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: We'll, well see. The, I like a, the part of the digital ones is that uh unlike an analog board, right, where it's like mm-hmm. you have to make sure you plug everything in the correct order. Um mm-hmm. The digital board, it's, like, most of the time when we do, like, live shows, we kind of just throw stuff in where it's, a, you know, closest available. Right. Mm-hmm. And then back on the actual, like, console, we'll be, like, all right, we'll put 24 actually in one, 23 right. and two, and whatever. Yeah, the patch bay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah which so much easier.
1: <laughs> this screen is literally four by four inches, and it is so hard to see the patch bay, because it's, like, uh, these little, like, 10-pixel by 10-pixel boxes. Gotcha. And it's just, like, little dots, basically, when you're trying to see what is connecting to what. I mean, you can do it. It's just, I just wish it was bigger. Yeah. You know? Do um, they
0: have an app that you can use, like an iPad app or something like that?
1: No, because the system is too old. Uh, but the new vMixers, you can. Gotcha. So, instead, um, you have to go through the computer interface, which... I get the you know, Roland's computer interface. We have to plug it into the back. So, oh, I got you. If I, you, I you, might, like, if like, if you brought after a monitor this coming and a mouse, day?
0: right? It'll let you do it. What did you say? If you bring yeah. a monitor, yeah, 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 yeah. Monitor and mouse.
1: Yeah. I mean, that might be good. Um, but yeah, it was, it's tough to see some stuff because it's just too small. So, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking maybe I could have like on the computer my something up. Yep. That way, it can see a little bit better and then have it all on the everything else on the four by four. But yeah, yeah, I got gotcha. you. Nice, but yeah, it's not a bad system. It's just they had apparently the guy who set it up and knew how everything worked left the church like gotcha. two years ago. Yep. So since then, and the worship leader didn't really know much before yep. he left. So now they're kind of just like trial by fire.
0: Yeah, that's totally <laughs>
1: fair. Yeah, uh, so maybe I can help him out with that. Yeah, That'd yeah, be yeah. nice, very nice. Anyway, pretty cool. Yeah. So uh, how was your this past week for you?
0: It was, uh, I would say, pretty good. Um, after I got past the sickness, so I was really only sick for Monday and Tuesday this week. But after that, I caught up on things, and uh, it's been mm-hmm. good. Um, now that I'm a team lead, though, a lot of my time is in meetings. Um, <laughs> that could be emails? Yeah, that could be <laughs> emails or... Okay. Just you know, a phone call twice a week to repeat the same thing twice a week, you know, like status calls and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I'm happy that I'm still programming. I still program a couple times a week, but um, it's uh, definitely different. So I'm I'm getting more used to that. It's not that I hate it, but I'd rather be programming. So right, right. Um, I mean,
1: as a team lead, though, couldn't you like choose to be more involved with that?
0: To to a degree. Um, okay so i I do and i I do take on as much coding projects as I can, but I also do have to sit through these meetings as team lead of like decision making like um you know yes, we're gonna go use a w s for this, and no, we're not gonna use this, or you know right, um kind of right. speaking with the clients more and then bringing in that back to the team mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. um, it's not bad, I do like it, it's just different, so right um, right. Yep. Such is the life. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Such is the life. Yep, yep. All right. um, so, why don't we dive into what you have on the list here? Because it is a list of topics. That's mostly you. And I'm along for the ride this week. So, why don't you start it off? All right. So,
1: what do we got? So, flippable phones. Oh, as we all know, Samsung has its flippable phone out. Um, are Huawei they selling has those yet? Too. Huawei, yeah. Well, that was stolen. But anyway, uh, it, have they started selling those yet? Like the Samsung one? I don't think they have.
0: I don't know. Um, I haven't. Seen I think them they're like, in like reviews.
1: Right. Right. So they probably haven't started selling yet. But
0: anyway, now that
1: the first per well, the first couple, a few companies. I think there's like two Chinese companies and then Samsung, who uh, have the flippable out now everybody's gonna be falling suit obviously um, so brings us into Motorola they are trying to get into the game with a razor football phone which should be nice and interesting now this is gonna have a the typical razor look so remember back in oh god what was that early and like early high school I think for mm-hmm. us like 2009 ish Um with the razor phones, how it had like that really thick lip on the bottom when you flipped it open. Yep. So it's gonna yep. have the same idea with this one. Um and then from there all the way up it's gonna have one screen. Um then when you flip it, there's gonna be a front screen just like the old ones old school one had, so it has like almost like a status screen. So you, you know time and then if you have text messages or whatever. Got um it. but it's also gonna be uh it can, it's gonna be touch screen too. So you can have only run certain apps on it. Yep. Um but then on the main screen you can run anything you want. Got it. Um, that's about it at this point. It's just literally just sketches, unfortunately. Um, it, yeah, it, it, like like I said, it's very very early stages. Um,
0: would you know get a foldable phone?
1: If it was done, like <laughs> if the razor is small, I would love it. I would probably okay. do it. Okay. I'd probably do it. I I would wait I would probably wait two years to see if the screens are breaking though. Yeah. No, that's a good point. Because that that's my biggest fear with these if you're gonna spend the money and then yeah. right after your uh your warranty runs out, then surprise, your screen's broken, you know. Um that's right, the only right, thing right. I think. Everything else nowadays it's like you can't get more than a Snapdragon what eight thirty eight forty five 845 or something like that, you know, 8 right. gig ram. Everything's pretty standard these days. Now it's going to be into more the, the screen, so that's where it's brand new tech. So That's why I'm like ah, I don't know how I feel about it. Um what else? Uh anyway, separate wallpaper on the closed display which is on the front. Um and then you can also activate the Google Assistant while the phone is closed, um, which will be cool because then you can just kind of hold up your phone, hit the button, and you're good to go. Yep. Um, which I mean, obviously, you have to choose whether or not you're okay with that security risk or not. But right, right, right. You know, trade offs. Um, Flippable, also, uh, Apple, everybody's saying that Apple's probably going to come out when it's probably inevitable. They're going to come out with one. It's just going to happen. I mean, um, I I can't see why they wouldn't.
0: I don't know when they'll do it, though. So, like, I I heard that uh, Gorilla, like, so most of these screens, from what I understand, are, like, some sort of plastic because of how they fold. Am I wrong Mm -hmm. with that? Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, But Gorilla Glass is apparently trying to make a glass... That will fold, and I feel like that's for Apple.
1: Right. Well, I did see something that said uh, Apple may be uh, hooking up with Samsung to get their uh, football screen technology. Yeah, which is possible. Samsung will definitely sell that. Oh, man. And put a nice hefty uh, percentage on that. I mean, (laughs) that's that's worth a lot because people would clamor for an Apple foldable phone. Yeah, they would. Because it's sticking within the ecosystem. But now... What I'm trying to figure out is like how would that work with Apple? I guess I don't know, like how would that work into their ecosystem system? because I don't know everything with Apple is very clean edges and everything, so it's just
0: like uh, they would they would they would figure something out. I mean, most of, most of an out. iPhone, yeah. uh, at least in the past, has been a Samsung like Samsung storage, and uh, mm-hmm. I think they did use their displays. They used LG displays for a while, so it's like mm-hmm. um, they're not you know new with with coming up with stuff like that no
1: i'm just trying to think of the form factor like would it be right. like kind of like iphone x to and then it flips open to ipad mini you know
0: that kind of right
1: that was actually
0: um, one of the coolest um or like one of the things i'm probably the most excited about with a foldable phone if i were to ever get one is the fact that 90 percent of the time i'm just going to use it as a phone i'm not going to fold it open However, right. if I need to do something more advanced or something that, like, mm-hmm. I would like, like an iPad for, like, rather than carry around two devices, you can just fold your device open and have, like, you know, app developers start making, like, a full app experience, you know? Like, mm-hmm. a, um, right. I'm trying to think of a good app that would be really helpful for this. Um, like, let's, let's take, like, PowerPoint, for example, or something, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I got the email on my phone. I want to view the PowerPoint. I'm probably going to open it up and, like, look at it, you know?
1: Right. Or I was thinking more along the lines of like stocks, almost where mm-hmm. you know most people can just scroll the what the um, the ticker was looking like mm-hmm. for a day and for all your individual stocks. When yeah, you open it good, up, then you can see all the graphs. Tool.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. yep, that's a good point too.
1: Um, now what would be cool. Is and what I still want to see with these cases is if somebody comes out with a case where when you flip it open, you can kick out the back because right now you can have those. Cases where you can kick out something on the case Mm -hmm. and it'll stand up, that would be nice because then if you have um, a small form factor keyboard, there you go—you got Mm -hmm. basically a mini
0: laptop. Basically, yeah. Yeah. And that's a good point too because you got to remember that um, at least the new Samsungs, like the uh, the uh, S4 and all that stuff, actually run Mm -hmm. Linux. Right, right. So you can kind of have a mobile computer in your pocket if that's the way this is going. Bring back that Ubuntu desktop I experience, agree. except
1: Not- with Android. Yeah, and well, I mean, going back, going to Android, uh, get into that Fuchsia ecosystem. Mm-hmm. You know, if because of um, Fuchsia is going to be take over Android and Chromebook, become one. Yeah, then that would be that would be the ultimate experience because then, it's, boom, you're into the Fuchsia desktop mode, or close it and you're back into regular phone mode.
0: Yep. <clears throat> yep that's no, good I yeah. saw that the it looks like it's coming to Chrome OS pretty quick like before Android it looks like it's coming to Chrome OS
1: that's not surprising
0: yeah because I feel like it, it would be
1: easier for people for them to switch over people on Chromebooks because people with Chromebooks tend to I don't know I feel like they tend to know more about technology unless it's like for a school or whatever um, well, they
0: might not care, right? Like, I mean, yeah, does they it might, still nah, have yeah. Chrome. Who cares what the UI looks like, right? Right.
1: There's a lot less to screw up, I feel like, because it's agreed. literally just Chrome.
0: Yeah, you agreed. Know?
1: Chrome in your apps, okay, great. Yep. Um, and some Android apps, but yep. Um, that would be nice. And also, I think uh, what is it? Google Home Hub is also a Fuchsia device.
0: So it technically, is yeah. And I think they're trying to do more with that.
1: Yes. Yeah, yep. which I w- I would love to know what they're going to do because that would be really cool if it's. I don't know. Do, I like if you could do more with it, and mm-hmm. control more with your home, but
0: yep, yep, Agreed. Um,
1: yeah. Uh, so now, spe- sticking with Apple, uh, we got glasses coming from them.
0: Supposedly, glasses. right? But there's been patents and stuff that have come out talking about it.
1: No, apparently they're actually manufacturing them. They're going to start manufacturing them this end of this year into oh, next wow. year. Yeah. Wow, I didn't know that. Um, yeah. <laughs> I now. Apparently it's going to connect to the iPhone. So then
0: which is all the Awesome.
1: Yeah. Which then that that leaves that it it's not gonna be as bulky as the HoloLens because all your computing is done on the iPhone. Right. Which makes sense. Right. Um but now, unfortunately, this article compared the uh, the glasses to a HoloLens, which in some regards, okay, I agree with. Mm-hmm. But Others, Hololens, you, it'll track your um, hand movements with, uh, and it'll track where other people are and and uh, It's just I feel like Hololens is more powerful, but these are gonna I think these are gonna go more for the route of what Google Glass always wanted to be, which is okay. more of a heads up display for your day to day things.
0: Yep, yep. I think I that's
1: where they want to go with it. Well, I think they want to go the with Hololens, the whole, which like, Hololens like, uh, is more
0: for mobility right like i mean if you could do all the ar stuff on your mm-hmm. phone which you kind of can already you're mm-hmm. kind of just streaming that functionality to the glasses which opens up right. like you know enterprise situations and um mm-hmm. even just day-to-day stuff but um right yeah it doesn't require extra hardware which is the the big thing
1: right right if you're just projecting it onto the glasses and you're not tracking any movement outside of the glasses right. and you're um, except for you know, just your typical AR stuff, right. um, and you're not tracking like hand movement or anything like that. Then yeah, sure, you don't need more than just the camera that you normally have on an iPhone or right. whatever. Yep. Now um, I did say somebody said they're making the iPod Touch to, uh, specifically for these classes, so then they can sell more. But oh, that's I don't know, I don't know that about cool. that. But but that is a good idea though. When you think about it, like then uh, you could. I don't know. I guess more pe- then more people could use them because then you can just buy a cheaper iPod Touch with the glasses. Boom, there you go. Yep.
0: But right, kind of gets you like be able to use the glasses mm-hmm. without necessarily having to have an iPhone, right? So that's like mm-hmm. um, it's like selling the companion, right? It's so like if you get mm-hmm. like a Hololens now, you, from my understanding, right, you got to make sure you have the computer that can run it. It's like why mm-hmm. buy a whole computer if you could just slip an iPod Touch in your pocket and that's right. that's its you know brains.
1: Right, and that's what also makes me think they're not going to be going to be as powerful. Like they're not going to be able to track your eye movement, like the hololens can, or you know, hand movement. But who really needs that in day to day?
0: Right, I'd be interesting to see, yeah. like, like what do you think Ezri's going to do with it?
1: <laughs> I mean, or Mapillary, for instance. Right, um, right. I mean, it does or any, open of up those AR, any of these AR, any of these AR mapping, like directions. Good right. lord, that would be next level stuff.
0: Right. Because uh, it's nice because it's, as you said, if it doesn't track your eye and it doesn't track your hand movements, it's almost like um, it's not meant for you to interact with stuff, but it's kind of more to just add visualization to what's around you. Right. So kind of just right. observing mm-hmm. um, the demo that you, that we saw with the one mapping thing where it's like, you know, I can just put the glasses on and see there's pipes here. There's this here. I don't need to interact. I'm not moving stuff around. I just need to see where they are. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's right. what they're going for.
1: And they have bought... Apple has bought a few holographic companies, too. I know. Mm. I, don't, I don't know the names. But uh, they have been working towards, I think, by buying these specific companies and be like, all right, now we're going to take this technology and this technology and just we're going to put them all together and hmm. get something out of it. That's cool. Um, so probably... I mean, they've been buying the, those types of companies since, like, what, 2013 probably. Yeah, Something like that. Yep. Um, so it's been a long time. So... Th- I mean, obvious. I wouldn't expect anything less from Apple, except for a polished device. That, but you know, as with all first gen Apple stuff, it's it's kind of it's gonna be second gen. It's gonna be where it's at. First gen is gonna be early adopters only, just kind of right. like the foldable phones. But because um, you know, I the uh, Apple Watch, for instance, eh, first gen was like meh. You know, mm-hmm. um, now where also you could get in with the glasses is the cool custom custom customization wow, I don't know what I was trying to say there. Uh customization with that because of the you know colors just like the Apple Watch for yep. instance Yep. Um, you, you could really get into that a lot more because you know who's going to want to have the same exact glasses you know yeah. it's kind of like a case for a phone so then you know everybody does have the same phone sure but you're not going to look the same Yeah. Um, that would be kind of awkward you just talk to somebody with the same glasses exact look and everything that would be I don't know. I think that'll be a little it's a little different for glasses I think cuz they're more they're just right there in front on your face. Yep. So everybody can see them. It's a little different.
0: Um, yeah, that's a good point.
1: Yeah. So if somebody else could come up with glasses too, that'd be great. That worked with Android. That would be I would love them. Mm-hmm. But but I think it, once Apple kicks them in the butt, then somebody will come up with it.
0: Yep. All right.
1: What else this week? Uh, Oh, yeah. found out Aloe was dead. I didn't realize that. Yeah, it's
0: been dead for a while now. Probably like six, eight months.
1: Yeah, apparently they're killing it this month.
0: There you go. So.
1: so, yeah, man, you <laughs> Not like I was using that. it. I was just curious. Like, I was one day, I was curious, like, oh, yeah, uh, where are they at with Allo right now? I wonder if they added SMS and RCS finally. Nope, we're just dead. We're just we're gonna done kill with it. it. Yeah. Who cares? But apparently, they moved people from Allo, from the Allo dev team over to, uh, messages. Yes. So, hopefully, we'll get some Google Assistant messages.
0: I would love uh, that. Uh, yeah. Ever, s- when they killed Allo, is when they kind of started releasing all those messaging features of, like, um, like the easier photo sharing the, the Mm -hmm. more integrated keyboard stuff there. Um, Mm -hmm. and that's when they also made the huge, like, or at least it was already out there, but like the bigger RCS push when they did that, that's when they kind of killed off allo. Yeah. Which I mean,
1: because I think Verizon apparently is adopting the Google's universal RCS. Yes. Supposedly. Um, so that's a huge market right there. I think the pixel three already has it. Yeah. Um, but that is a huge market once they start rolling that out more. Yep. To use that RCS, good lord, that's that's gonna be awesome. Because yeah. then I can actually, you know, iMessage style. And if if one day RCS becomes as big as iMessage, I would be very happy. Because I would be too.
0: Cross platform and just oh, be awesome. works as is.
1: I mean, I know Apple will never adopt RCS because that's in direct competition to iMessage, but maybe one day.
0: Yeah, who knows? Maybe they will. Maybe one day. Yeah, yeah cool
1: um, um do, 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 do. What, what else you, you got ricky Oh uh, yeah i don't know <laughs> i <laughs> see you got a <laughs> i got a uh, chrome windows exploit you have that written yeah, down. yeah did
0: you hear that i actually have it on my list no. to update chrome when i'm done with this so it's kind of like a zero day exploit um and mm-hmm. apparently people are like actively using it because it's like such a big thing um So Google legitimately, like, their security guys were like, uh, drop whatever you're doing and update Chrome because this sucks. And then apparently they uh, had to release some of the stuff, and it also affects uh, Windows 7. Um, Microsoft doesn't have a fix for it yet. Um, But it will – it kind of, from my understanding, uh, it is like a, a null reference issue. Uh, with the file system. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's when you download files or load files. I kind of lost uh, lost track of it after a while, because they try to keep it quiet for a while, just because it was such a huge thing. Um, oh, yeah. It's an issue with memory management as part of the feature of Chrome called uh, File Reader, uh, which allows developers to uh, issue pop-up menus. Uh, and there's something there where, like, as soon as they exploit it, they can do uh, remote execution. So... Wow. Uh, okay. That's really bad. yeah, that's yeah. That's so bad. Yeah. And the one Man. on Windows, the Windows bug is a null that's the null reference in the uh in the kernel. Um so they kind of both went hand in hand. Like they might think the Chrome issue uh is only affected by Windows and it just mm-hmm. the Windows flaw uncovered it, but um yeah. It was a apparently a pretty big one just in terms of because of the elevated remote execution. And how easy it was, it's kind of like, if you don't update now, you're kind of crazy. So, Right, right. Yeah. Huh. That is, that's really bad. Yeah.
1: All right, so PSA, update your Chrome, folks. Yeah.
0: Like right now. Right now. Yep. <laughs> right now. As soon <laughs> as I'm done, my arrow is green right here, and I am ready to update as mm-hmm. soon as it's done.
1: So. Yeah, I saw that yesterday. I updated it. I didn't even. I didn't even know what it was about. I just always update Chrome, but yeah. that's, that's, that's really bad. Yep. <clears throat> All right. Uh, USB4.
0: Yeah, I, I kind of saw know. some stuff about this, but I don't know what to expect. Is it just a, is it actually like a new cable, a new port, or is it like a, an up like a firmware no. update to it?
1: I really don't know, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just like the USB, um, whoever, you know, whoever is the USB control organization or something like that. Yeah. Um, they're just coming out with USB 4 instead of Thunderbolt 3. It's going to be, Exactly like a Thunderbolt three, where it's USB C. It has to be USB C because you can't get forty gigabytes per second on a Type A.
0: But yeah, what's um, interesting. So this is the the confusion that everyone's uh, been waiting for is that they have yet to release USB three point two.
1: Yeah, I saw that, and then there was a USB three point three.
0: I didn't hear about three point three. I know. Yeah, there's a three point three too. Yeah, I know. Three point two has like been waiting to come out, and then they all of a sudden were just like, "Oh yeah, we got 4.
1: Yeah, it is. <sighs> I'm we'll not sure what the happened. There was like, there was like some um, kerfuffle among people, and just they uh, they just nobody really knew. So they're just like, "You know what? Screw it. We're just going to go 4. That's probably what happened, honestly.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I know because it's you know 40 gigabytes per second. So they're like, "Oh yeah, just make it four, and we'll call it the yeah, same." Yeah, I mean. You
1: know. Yeah, it's it's literally just Thunderbolt 3 in USB 4. I, I I don't know.
0: So, from what this says, it says it's compatible with Thunderbolt 3 devices. So, there is some level of, like, backwards compatibility. Maybe just because <clears throat> Thunderbolt 3 had it, right? And USB 4, is, as you said, just brings Type-A ports up to speed. Right. Um, huh. okay. Which is crazy. I'm happy that everything still seems to be flowing towards USB-C, though.
1: Yeah, more more of that the better just
0: yep <coughs> um yep they still support power delivery so carrying electricity okay. for high powered devices um mm-hmm. usb4 devices will have to comply with this so everything that's with usb4 good. will have the uh higher wattage wow which is theoretically can provide up to 100 watts that's freaking a lot of power
1: well what is okay so ha- so for my work laptop Um, There's a 180-watt power cable that goes into my uh, docking station Mm -hmm. and then just connects via Thunderbolt 3 into my laptop and powers the laptop and everything else. Yeah. I Um, mean, your
0: laptop probably only actually uses probably like 65 watts or 80 watts or something like that. Right. And the rest is for the docking... Yeah, yeah, the rest is probably the docking station because... Um and we talked about this with your graphics card when you send video over USB-C it technically like degrades it so the docking station has to then deconvert mm-hmm. it right um right. and then the benefit so is too power. yeah the other benefit is too is you probably without even realizing it have a self-powered uh USB hub like on your dock right so it's not using it's using that yep. power so you can kind of power those higher devices without the yeah, I, char- I
1: charge. My, it Well, it's actually kind of nice because on the dock it has a USB A with um, the little battery symbol next to it, which mm. means that I guess it has it has more power going through it. Nice. So I charge my phone off of that. Too.
0: That's cool. Um, yeah, I would do that. Which
1: is and it actually ch- does, it actually charges it fairly fast. It's not like you know USB C like a fast charger fast, but um, it gets the job done. I mean, nice. So it, nice between choice. that and running my computer at full throttle, I mean, it does does a really nice job. Yeah,
0: that's cool. I've always thought about getting a docking station, um, and I might with my next computer. Uh, it has USB C. I mean, so do that's it. that's the thing. So, uh, changing topics real quick, going off of USB. Um, they apparently, uh, so you know how Apple had that keyboard issue right on mm-hmm. some of the Pros, and then they kind of just fixed it without telling anyone, right? They apparently fixed the flex gate issue with the screens and didn't tell anyone. Oh. So the 2018 MacBook Pros, Mm -hmm. they uh, extended the cable by two millimeters preventing this issue. (laughs) Because it would tear, right? So when you extended it more than 90 degrees, it'd be too far and tear. They made it two millimeters longer and supposedly fixed it, Um, which makes me happy for for two reasons. Mm -hmm. Uh, One... Because it's fixed, right? Two. That means when I go into the office on Monday, I'm ordering a new Mac, just straight out. Because
1: you have the you have the Flexgate one, right?
0: No, I don't. Oh, okay. and I was a I had permission. So this is the uh, three years at the company. So I had permission to get uh, a new computer. Okay, I was waiting until they released a new Pro because of this issue. Right, right. But okay. in 2000, uh, like the 2018 model has it fixed. I'm looking at pictures right now where you can kind of see that it's, that it's fixed. I'll send it to you. Um, but I'm excited about that. And the reason, so like the Mac I have now is great just because I have an actual power cable. I have a headphone jack. I have Thunderbolt, USB, micro SD, HDMI output, all that stuff. Right. The new MacBook pros are four USB Cs. That's it. Right. Mm -hmm. You know? So, I might have to get a docking station just for the fact that when I come to the office, I want to be able to plug it in and have everything right. work. So, like, right now, I just plug in my power cable headphones and uh, HDMI cable, but I can't do that in the new one, so. Right.
1: So, probably, well, I mean, doesn't Apple have docking stations? Uh, no, they don't. They have dongles uh, for days.
0: Logitech makes good docking stations. and okay. uh, There's a Kingston. Oh, okay. They okay. make good docking stations. Um, like for there's Pro. Yeah, like there's okay. there's one right now, they don't make it anymore, but for my version of Mac, you actually set it in the docking station, mm-hmm. um, and then the sides are motorized, um, and will once it detects the Mac is in the dock, squish in the sides and plug in all the ports on either side.
1: Oh, that's interesting. Yeah,
0: so it's like kind of a high-tech dock,
1: you know. Huh. They have a vertical docking station for the new MacBook
0: Pro.
1: <laughs> I, <so that's laughs> I don't know how I feel about that one.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know how I feel about that either. And the only reason I say that is because uh, I have I have two monitors, um, but I have two workstations. So I have my laptop and I have my desktop. Mm-hmm. So my screens have two inputs. They have uh display port and they have HDMI. So what I do is I have the one screen set up for uh my Windows machine and then the other one has my Mac and the Windows machine plugged in. Right. And then I use my Mac screen as just the screen. Mm-hmm. So if I have to switch to my Windows I just switch from display port or from HDMI to display port. I'm on Windows and whatever. So I actually use my Mac screen as a a screen. Okay. Gotcha. So I have to figure that out how I'm gonna do it. Now, did you
1: mean uh, Kensington?
0: Thank you. Yes, that's exactly okay. what I meant. Because yes.
1: I'm looking at docs right now, and I knew that Kingston wasn't.
0: Best. Yeah, I knew Kingston wasn't right, and I knew it was something close. Thank you. That's what yeah, I uh
1: Yeah, it has a display port and Ethernet, regular Type-A, oh. and two Thunderbolt. Right. Or two USB-C ports plus a microphone and headphone jack.
0: Yeah, which is great.
1: Um, but now also, this Hyperdrive uh, Thunderbolt 3 Hub looks pretty good too because it has a
0: HDMI out. So that's what I'm probably gonna get portable. This is like like the little rectangle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like it's it's super small. Yeah, so that's probably so I have to put in request for them. So rather than to get a bunch of dongles, that's probably what I'm gonna request for. Like when I'm on the right. road and have to give presentations and stuff, that's what I'm gonna bring with me, and then have a separate right. docking station for my desktop. Because right. you gotta remember too. So since right. I'm a mobile developer, I have to have. Regular USB ports. Mm-hmm. It's impossible for me not no, to yeah, have it. No, yeah, you so, have to, right? Um, so I'll probably yeah. do something like that. But yeah, between that and the docking station, I yeah. think I'll figure something out.
1: Yeah, that's not bad actually. It's only uh, eighty bucks for this one, and then which you got to think too 80,
0: 80 bucks for that compared to like thirty bucks for just a USB C to a USB dongle. Mm-hmm. You like win two dongles in, you know.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Then this other one's is hundred and thirty but it doesn't look as good. So Gotcha. Yeah. That eighty dollar one actually is pretty nice. I mean, yeah, because the Apple dongles are like you have to you'd have to have one coming out for yep. your HDMI, then you have to have another one for if you need S D card. Yep. Um and then I think you'd need another one for the type A, maybe. Yeah. Depends. I'm not sure about the dongles. But I've seen I I was watching videos when it first came out and people had these ridiculous dongle setups and just like yeah 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 there's a better way there's i think there's a better way than that obviously
0: yep no i'm with you i gotta figure out a good dock um but i'm sure i'll get one Mm -hmm. like this one has two hdmi ports which means i could that's really good yeah set something up but anyway enough about that enough about my eternal happiness that they fixed the issue.
1: Then <laughs> <laughs> you finally get a new computer. I mean oh, it's doing you you're doing you pretty good, so
0: Oh it's it's doing great, but like the new pros are just I mean to be able to get like uh an I seven uh which I have now, right? So I'm not again I'm not really complaining, but like um they have they have the newer uh Intel I sevens, they have a better AMD, uh, you know, solid state, all that stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, their battery life kicks butt, which is what I'm really looking right. for to right. So hmm. um so and to be totally honest, I'm kind of curious what life's gonna be like with the touch bar.
1: <laughs> I remember when my roommate senior year like two years ago in college, he got the the brand new MacBook Pro and I saw a touch bar for the first time and I was oh. like, this, it's cool. But at the same time though, slightly unnecessary. I don't know. I kind of like it, it though. At the same time though, I kind of like it.
0: I do. And here's, so here's the benefit though. So like as a developer, I'm probably going to build stuff for it to help me with visual <laughs> studio and stuff like that. Cause you got to think, yeah. so like they got rid of my entire F F one through 12 and escape button to get, to right. put that mm-hmm. in there. Um, which sucks because, like, to debug, I press F12. To step to the next line, I press F10. So I'm going to have to, and the Visual Studio doesn't have their own, I'm going to have to create something to do it. But I think it'll be easier because I'll be able to do, like, little icons next to it to make it kind of a nicer experience for what I do.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: You know, so that's what I'm excited about is that I kind of can customize, like, the make it really work for programming, like, super well. Because there Mm -hmm. are shortcuts that I do all the time. And I'd rather just right. have that bar scroll left and right, click it, be done. Right. Do something cool. No, yeah,
1: that, that is nice. That That's why I like, too. And plus, you have everything where you want it all the time. Yep. Which is kind of nice. And then even with Chrome, like you'd have your... Like on a Chromebook, you have back, forward, and re- uh, reload buttons. You can have those on Touch
0: Bar. Like, exactly. No, exactly. It, it, it is nice. Way. It yeah. is
1: a good idea. I think it's just you have to make it work for yourself.
0: Yeah. But, you can I probably you yeah. can probably
1: develop something for it anyway, and that's what I'm excited about because <laughs> it's a
0: it's a new thing for me to program against. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do like the customization of just it'll I can make it work for me. Right. Only downside. Only downside that I I don't like right now, is they did get rid of like I still want a physical escape button. That's just me. But I rather yeah. have a physical escape button because like
1: I don't, because like when I'm using my laptop, I can just like feel for it. Like mm-hmm. even on my on my work laptop, it has a little uh, like a tactile feel to it, so you can yep. actually just do it. You can feel it without looking at it. Well, let's which let's say like.
0: let's say this too, right? Like, how many times have I been stuck in something and I need the escape button? If my touch bar breaks, I'm now like I can't escape. Yeah, and
1: I think that was what I was thinking about too. Is like, what if some? What if your com- whole computer just goes? Yeah, like. Yeah. It, now, is the power button also touch or no? I
0: don't even know where the power button is. I, I forgot. I thought it was touch also. I, I don't know. Mm. So they have the fingerprint sensor built in to the touch bar oh, as really? well. Okay. Yeah, it's in the upper right. And maybe that's also a button because there's no screen behind it. It's just the fingerprint sensor. So they may have built a button into that because I'm looking at it right now and I honestly can't find the power button. Um.
1: Oh, it's on the touch bar.
0: Is it? Yep. Is it in the upper so. right? Yep. Yeah, so that fingerprint sensor then is a physical button. So they at least made it a button. Okay. Because, yeah, that far right, right. will stay black uh, entirely because of the sensor.
1: Okay, so it's adjacent to the touch bar and integrated with a touch Correct. ID sensor. yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. All right. So that's, that's better than what exactly. I thought it was. Okay. Yep. <laughs> yep. I'm with you. Because you know something would happen. If it can happen, it will It will happen, happen for sure. Yeah. Agreed.
0: Mm-hmm. Totally right. agreed. Yeah. So.
1: Now, a little side note. Have you been listening to the Ron Burgundy podcast? I haven't,
0: but I'm glad you put it in the notes because I'm going to add it to my list this week. So, I do like it. Um
1: I think it's it's actually it's funny how they took a movie character and turned it into a whole podcast that is now present day, yep. but he still acts like it's 80s. It's interesting. How they sometimes how they jump between yep. uh, time. Now the only issue I have with it is the audio engineering of it. Whoever mixes that, I don't I don't like them. <laughs> I don't know why, but well I do know why. It's because um, the way that they have their you know the quote Carolina who is like their I guess the producer of the show or something like that. Yeah, um, she talks a lot. But she's kind of like sitting in the room without a mic, so you're only picking up on Ron's mic. Mm. And the issue is that she's very quiet, and then Ron, in his normal self, uh, is he goes between usual um, sol- soft and uh, just very uh, soft uh, sound with sure. his voice, and then sometimes he yells too,
0: oh, which gotcha.
1: typical Ron self. So it's like I turn up, turn it up based on what you know, typically is, it is. Yep. And then he yells and it's like blows out my ears. And yep. it's like, all right, I get the, what you're going for here, but at least put a limiter on him. So then it doesn't go above a certain level. Yeah. Um, like the most recent uh, episode, they did it in an elevator because they were, quote they're were, they were stuck on an elevator. That, that was the premise. Um, and the issue was that there is two people in there other than Ron and Carolina. Yep. And they were even farther away from the mic, so I could barely, barely hear them. Right, right. And I had to turn up my, and I was listening to it in the car, I had to turn it to like up my volume almost all the way, and then... Ron would start talking and would like yell at him because he's like, How dare you? Or, like, yeah, when you yeah, yeah, say, yeah. say say something like that. Yeah. Um, and I had, and it, like blew on my speakers and was like, What the heck? Like, I'm trying to, I can't hear it, you know? Right. And now maybe put, yeah. it is better if you listen to it with headphones. I don't know. Um, I've just been listening to it in the car driving when I'm driving for a while.
0: Car is a common, you know, place for podcasts. So so, that's
1: why I'm like confused why they're doing it as a stylistic choice. I mean, I guess I understand it, but at the same time though, it's like you could just have them pass around the mic or give Carolina a mic too. Right, that's not unheard yep. of so I don't know yep. if they I guess I could I could understand where it's like alright he was traveling and he only had one mic in the elevator so then you know he was just like talking to these people as he was trying to do the podcast so then he's not gonna like hold the mic up to their face Yeah. but still at least boost them a little bit you know it's like it's kind of hard to listen to yeah, yeah, yeah. but um, otherwise though it's, it's pretty funny
0: yeah um, alright I'll have to give it a shot this week and see um, yeah you have to give it a shot yeah I will for sure for sure,
1: I think you'd like it because I mean you like the um, Anchorman movies, so I love I think
0: them. Yeah, so I definitely would.
1: They and he does actually make some references to Anchorman movies. Perfect, like with um, past conquests and stuff like that. Perfect. <laughs> um, and Baxter, he makes reference to Baxter a lot.
0: Yep. Nice. So
1: it, it's kind of nice.
0: Yeah, that's so, cool. That's cool. Yeah. Um, I think that's it. We for this week. Yes, I Wait. think that is it. Yeah. Mhm. Right. Yeah. Cool. All right, well, I want to thank everyone for listening to (laughs) this week's episode of The Engineer of What as we rant on about everything that has been going on. Um, If you want to hear more, you can find us on the web, theengineerofwhat.com. You can email us, podcast, at theengineerofwhat.com, or click the contact button at the top of the website. You can find us on Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, Caster, Stitcher, all the good stuff. Um, But we'd love to hear from you more than anything else. Um, So that's all we have for this week. This is Nate. This is Rick. Thanks for listening.